Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the beautiful game network, Roughneck Scarves, and Icarus FC. Listen, uh, we are in a weird place. That We are the only podcast dedicated to the New York Red Bulls 2 of the USL Championship, but we don't have much to talk about right now. Uh, the season is currently suspended due to the COVID-19 quarantine, and I think everybody is uh, starting to come to terms with, you know, we're going to be... Uh, going through some weird times for quite a while. And uh, hopefully during that time, we'll be able to bring you some pods to, to help you get through it. Uh, I'm I'm certainly stressed right now. I think uh, having the kids at home and, and doing school uh, with them uh, while also uh, working full time has been a little difficult. Uh, I, I'm very fortunate in that I have... Um, uh, my in-laws are helping out quite a bit with the kids, so that, that's that been tremendously helpful. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm not super anxious about things right now. I have uh, some severe anxiety attacks from time to time, and uh, this certainly has been difficult, um, which it has been for everybody. And I wanted to take some time when this, this whole quarantine first started to sort of reset and uh, you'll get used to the new normal. I feel I'm at a good place right now. I hope you guys are too. I know it's a little bit scary out there. Um, hopefully you don't directly know people who are uh, fighting this or um, um, you know, passing away. But it's, uh, it's, it's the reality now. It's very strange times. Anyway. We're going to do our part to, to be a little bit of a beacon uh, in the dark where we can, and we're going to do that by talking to players. So we're going to have some mini-sos over the next couple of weeks where uh, we just sit down with some guys, especially the new guys of the team, and just talk about you know how they're adjusting and what it's like during this unprecedented time uh, for the New York Red Bulls, too. Tonight... Or today, whenever you're listening to this, we've got Barry Sharifi, first-year midfielder. He's from the academy. Um, pretty interesting uh, what he has to say about his trajectory and his path to get to the New York Red Bulls, too. A lot of it is uh, around. Um, well, you'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to steal any of his thunder. Um, but you know, we'll be we'll be coming to you every week with a different player, and and hopefully giving you. Just a little bit of uh, a sunshine on these uh, otherwise bleak days. Anyway, hope you're doing well. And without further ado, Barry Sharifi. back we got the mini pods going we don't have any games or anything to preview but we're going to talk to some players and first up in that list is mr barry sharifi how you doing barry i'm good how are you oh, too bad this is a little bit crazy and unusual but i think circumstances uh <laughs> otherwise are, are okay right now how about you yeah 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 i'm okay um obviously practicing social distancing and just trying to stay healthy and fit as much as possible. That's got to be a really bizarre thing, right? As a player to 
you, you just started going for the year. Now everything's on pause and you're training, uh, I'm assuming, uh, just on your own. Uh, what kind of uh, yeah. feedback are you getting from the team? How, how are you guys staying in touch? Um, so we're trying to stay fit as much as possible and, and keep us ticking just in case we do uh, have a start of the season again. But we're communicating through WhatsApp and sending each other workouts and just sending our results of the workouts and trying to stay fit in that way and just communicating. And, of course, like, in that short period of time, those guys are family, so it's kind of hard being away from, from the guys and the staff, but it's what we have to do right now. So just trying our best. And, I mean, you've been part of the family for a long time, right? You were in the academy? Yeah. Yeah, I was in the academy my senior year of high school. And, of course, you go you go through a lot of things together as a team, so you become really close with these people really fast. So, Yeah, of course. Uh, how did you end up in the academy? What um, What was your trajectory there? So I was playing in the... Uh, USSF for Alberton, basically my whole my whole career, and one of my good friends and teammates at Loyola University of Maryland, Brian Saramago, and another player, Kyle Perno, who plays at Penn State. They told me they're already there at their U16 year, and they told me to come, so I came to a tryout and I made the team, and like this is where I've been ever since. Does it feel weird saying career, uh, being that it, I mean it's still so brand new? Uh, how how long did you know that you were going to pursue the pro career for? Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> when I was uh, around like ten or eleven years old, I said that to myself, but I feel like every kid says that to himself. But I really worked hard and and tried to make that dream a reality, and I finally have. And now I just have to work to improve and. Uh, I have set other goals for myself, so I'm, I'm working hard to reach those goals as well. Is, is there anything specific that you would tell your you know, 10 or 11-year-old self uh, to prepare them for that journey? Um, there's going to be really hard moments, but you always have to believe in yourself. I think that's pretty pretty darn good advice. Uh So, speak, you know, going off that hard moments thing, you're... you're in quarantine right now we're all in quarantine uh yeah what were your expectations for uh the season before everything uh, kind of you know turned belly up i mean as a rookie and as a draftee like you're leaving college and you get drafted and you go into a professional environment and all you want to do as a rookie is play you know so i was just hoping to get on the field with a new group of guys and excited but of course, this is the decision that the league made, and it was the right decision, I think, personally, to, to halt all playing and all practicing, because right now it's all about the safety and the health of everyone. Yeah. And uh, Red Bulls drafted you. Obviously, like I said, you, you had come from the academy. Uh, did you have any inkling that you were definitely going to be selected on draft day, or was it uh, just as suspenseful for you? No, it was just as successful for me. So what happened was, so the first day was the first and second round, and I wasn't selected. And then I had recently changed the number of my phone. <laughs> so 
so I don't think too many people were able to contact me. But I was watching the the third and fourth round with my roommates. And I went to get a water and I came back. And I was just sitting there. And then like, I just saw my name pop up and I was like, oh, I got drafted. And then, so all my roommates were there celebrating with me. It was, it was pretty exciting. And that was down in Maryland? Yes. Now, you mentioned uh, Brian... Uh, Saramago and your teammates with him at Loyola. Was that a part of your decision to go there? Yes, it was a huge part of my decision to go there. So when I was in, when I was at Red Bulls my senior year, um, I was kind of overlooked by every every school in the country. Nobody really wanted me, um, and it was getting late, like really late into February, my senior year, and I haven't made a decision on where I want to go to school. So Brian tried to convince the coaching staff of Loyola to bring me in and it was one of the greatest decisions of my life it's, it sounds like he's had a pretty large impact on your life he got you over to the Red Bull Academy yeah uh, he got you in at Loyola or Loyola how uh, how long have you known Brian for not too long not, <laughs> not too long I knew him through our mutual friend uh, Kyle and then once I got to Red Bulls we had an instant connection and since there like our, our friendship has grown, and I owe him a lot. I appreciate him a lot. So, well, I think uh, should you do well with Red Bull too, someone's gonna have to pay some sort of like scouting license or something to to <laughs> to Brian for getting you around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, uh, are you are you a fan of the game? I feel like sometimes. Um, you have some players who don't necessarily watch a lot uh, when they're not playing because of you know the amount of focus that goes towards uh, you know, preparing yourself and, and sort of getting in the right mindset. But yeah. obviously it's pretty natural for most soccer players to, to watch some amount of the game. So well, what teams uh, do you pay the most attention to? And are there particular midfielders that you try to model your game off of? Yeah, I watch, I watch a ton of soccer. I mean... There are there are so many different types of players. I watch my two teams are Arsenal and Barcelona, and Barcelona because of Messi, obviously. Just to watch him every day is is it's amazing. He makes it look so easy. Of course, everyone wants to be Messi, but like a midfielder that I would like to play play like, I would say like Modric or Tony Cruz. <laughs> Those are two. They uh, they can teams. attack. They could, yeah. They could do. They could do both sides of the ball. And they work really hard, score goals, defend. They win. They like to win. I love to win. So. Yeah, I think that's a critical part for for any players is, is having that that win at all costs sort of mentality. I think. Um, you know, famously, yeah. Thierry Henry is one of those guys when he was at Red Bull, uh, even in practice, no matter how small the stakes, he was very uh, um, uh, strongly, uh, what's the word? He had very strong feelings about not winning those uh, those matches and maybe made some players yeah. pay at times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a great mentality to have and they teach you that even more at Red Bulls, every small game, every small competition, it could just be in the warm-up where we're racing and, and people want to win those little races every single moment. So it's a great place to be. I'm really happy I'm here. How, how different do you feel the, uh, the staff 
or or just the experience at Red Bull is from uh, the other places where you've played? Um, I mean, at Loyola, we we had a, a type of pressing, but no one really knows what pressing is until you come into the Red Bull system. Everyone everyone says they do pressing until they go into Red Bull system. So um, I think that, that was the biggest difference for me. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I press. I can press. I do that at school. I've done it for so long. And even in academy, I'm like, oh, I did it in the academy. But once you get to the next level, it's it's just a lot a lot different and more demanding physically and, and mentally. You have to stay focused 100% of the time. So you can't really turn off. What, what's the harder so part that, of it? That's the biggest Oops, difference. Uh, what's the harder part of it? For um, you? Would you say that uh, uh, closing down or reacting in time to close down? Or is it... Um, when you mentioned staying focused, is I assume that has to do with sort of tactical awareness and, and the idea of where your other players are and being able to space properly. Yeah, it's just kind of the, the, the normal reactions of the game. It's when when you make a mistake, you're like, ah, I lost the ball or I gave a bad pass. But here they want you to react right away and go win it back immediately. And that for me, at the moment I was adjusting and trying to figure that out as, as best as I possibly could because I like to be as perfect as I possibly can on the ball because I feel like that's one of my greater qualities. So when I do make that mistake, going right after the ball and getting it again. I think that's pretty fair and uh, good information for a lot of our listeners uh, who have wondered about the Red Bulls uh, pressing style and uh, what makes it so effective. And that I can absolutely see that. Uh, through historical context of, of the players who've done very well here are the ones uh, who, when they give the ball up, they're very quick to get it back and look to transition. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the with the weird season the way it is, would you prefer that this year ends up as a wash, or do you want them to come back, uh, you know, sometime, you know, by the summer and squeeze in the games? Because I know that. Uh, losing the year would be difficult, but equally difficult, I would think, would be playing. You know, every three days for however many months, just to fit all the uh, the, the game yeah. scheduled in. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure where to where to stand. I think the league is doing a great job of deciding those things, and I think it's really important that we just keep everyone, the players, the fans, all the staff, everywhere safe. So. I'm not too sure. Right. I think what the league is doing is, is, is fine. All right, I think that's fair. Uh, Barry, this has been terrific. Uh, before you go, I have to subject you to the lightning round if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Popcorn, yes or no? Yes. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Marvel or DC? Super Mario or Sonic the Hedgehog? Super Mario. Favorite team to play as in FIFA? Barcelona. And who has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls 2? <laughs> Sharif. Sharif has just cut his hair, all of it off. He's bald. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Sharif. He's not gonna like me for that one, but I'm gonna go with Sharif. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the year. He's always getting these answers. 
Well, very. Uh, I will. I'm very excited now when I get to talk to Sharif, who he says. Um, <laughs> and it's been a pleasure talking to you. I know it's hard uh, right now not playing, but uh, we hope to be seeing you in action sooner rather than later. Sounds great. Thank you for having me. Well, that's it for us today. I want to thank our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. I'm not going to do any of the normal um, uh, self-promotion or promotion for any of our stuff. I feel like you guys are, are pretty well aware. Um, I will say follow us at bgn.fm. They've got lots of good stuff over there. I want to thank Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. And of course, Icarus FC. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. For myself, for Barry Sharifi, thank you very much and have a great night.